Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's 420, dude. Cool. Yeah. All right. I'm glad, Alice, that you're basking and you just had a good neck crack. <laughs> I did have a good neck crack. And yes, and I had a nap for like two hours, which was ridiculously amazing. And for some of that, we were serenaded by Glenn Greenwald. Is that true? I don't even think I heard him. Ben Shapiro. <laughs> I was out. I was gone. Great, great podcast. Shapiro Sunday episode with Glenn Greenwald. They're both, you know, they're both kind of intellectuals. And they're both, it's interesting to hear. Greenwald, is a, it's a worldview that's interesting. Like, you can have this worldview, and it's, and it's not, the United States is a global bully. We have caused a lot of death and destruction around the world. We are involved in... Sometimes to people that deserve it. <laughs> oh, sure. Absolutely. Often, I would even say. Absolutely. But, but um, and we have, like, toppled leaders put in and installed despots because they're convenient to us or useful to us or something for us. And it's it's naive to think that we haven't. And, and pretty much for me... I. My feeling is that's the price of doing business. The only one country gets to be number one. And and better us than most of the other people. Well, sure. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's my feeling is like America isn't perfect by any stretch of the imagination, especially our like CIA and stuff. But I mean, like, who would you rather have? Somebody's going to do it. So you want Russia and Putin doing it? Well, and, and China also doing it. And I mean, also like, this, this, tough country, luck. This, this country is composed of of expatriates of every other country right in sweden you generally get swedes yeah maybe you know? not as much anymore well right yeah. well now but yeah well now they maybe as much anymore now because they've had about enough but but you know it, and i know that the story of italy is 
convert uh, is is a very diverse story, et cetera. But you get Italians mostly. I mean, there's mm -hmm. other people as well, right. but we get everybody. Right. And we're built from everybody, mm -hmm. including the people we stole the land from. Right. Listen to another podcast. With the, oh my God, your buddy Andrew Sullivan just bitching and moaning about imperialism, uh, colonialism. And uh, and the, the guy it was a guy who wrote a book. I want to get him on. He had a very good, very good defense for colonialism as well. You know, there were, mm -hmm. for every time this was the British guy talking about Indian colonialism. Exactly. That I exactly. About. Yeah, it was interesting. Exactly. And that was the same thing that happened with the American Indians as well. Is it? Yes, we toppled Indian cultures and we pushed them away, but we were almost always allied by other Indian cultures allied with right so i mean we had a deal with the local uh indians you know everybody could be bought i guess that's it that's the that's the crux of the thing well i think the crux of the thing too is that historically we li it's very easy for us now to look back on a lot of history and decide to judge how people acted because we live in a very anomalous time when you know countries don't as often just like invade other countries and kill off all their population and like do you know but that was the norm through most of human history yeah so as you start to go looking you'll find a lot of that not just europeans doing it you'll find some cultures did it longer than others but like you'll find not just europeans doing it you'll find people doing it all over africa all over the americas mm -hmm. all over europe all over asia like that all over the ancient world i mean this was how people acted and you know like in the psalms you have the writer of the psalms fantasizing about taking foreign babies and throwing them against the rocks like i mean that <laughs> that's like the mm -hmm. standard prayer book of western civilization and like you know it's it's full of that stuff when you go looking there it's that's the way society was mm -hmm. for thousands and thousands right. and thousands of years. So, and it only stopped very, very, very extremely recently. So exactly. it's very easy is, for us now yes. in this time to be like, oh, they shouldn't have done that. Like, well, okay. Right. And, but, and, and, the, and it's funny because the guy was defending the British Empire and everybody loves to show how the different ways the British Empire uh, oppressed people around the world, you mm -hmm. know. But the British started the anti-slave movement and they executed it they were policing the waters for slave ships right around the world you know so it, it, it like it's just a, it's just a very mixed bag um oh that's reminds well human beings are a mixed bag yeah and so I'm, I'm, take, I'm taking a bit of umbrage about somebody else too rich yeah. lowry the other day in the national review podcast said something like something like uh serbia has a very has had a very difficult existence or a very um, a very almost dark existence. He said. Mm -hmm. I thought, what a what a thin, myopic thing to say. It's like, right. yeah, there's a lot of people in that neighborhood had a very uh, a tough go of it over over there. Speaking of slaves, you know, and right. I just thought it was very interesting that coming from him that he said that. Which brings me to Susanna from church. Okay. Who listens to us? Yes. Hi, Susanna. Hi, Susanna. She is Serbian. Well, mm -hmm. she, well, she's of Serbian descent. Is she born? Well, actually, was she born in Serbia? Uh, I don't know where she was born. She mostly, before I knew her, lived in Hamilton, 
Canada, which is oh okay, which has a very big Serbian population. Does she have does does she have a tinge of, of a Serbian accent, or does she sound totally? It might just American be a Canadian accent. I'm not is sure. It? Susan, let us know. Let us know. know. No. But Susan, it came up with uh, with the n- new name of nickname of Alice Shattuck and the name of this podcast what? episode. <laughs> What's the nickname of Alice? When she said, Shattuck. "People say this because Alice let her know that she was pregnant with child number five of ten, I assume." Uh, <laughs> Alice uh, and she said, "Well, wow, you're a machine." And uh, and Alice is a machine because she keeps having these kids with no painkillers ever. Keep, <laughs> everybody's horrified in these delivery rooms where I'm like toying with the idea of not going to the hospital at all with this one. You, okay. I hear. I, well, what I, happens then? What are you gonna? I just have it here. Go. No, you can. We can hire a midwife to come here. You know. No. Why are you looking at me? Go like that? to somewhere away. Go away and don't don't sully this house with you. <laughs> Well, I just haven't had a birth in a hospital. I've only had it at the midwife well, birth it's, it's center. Well, it's fabulous. You. You get, you get like I'm worried that I won't formula. like it. <laughs> you liked the others? Yeah. You were screaming bloody mur- murdered on the others. Yeah, but then we got to cuddle with the baby yeah. afterwards. In hospitals, I don't think they let you fall asleep with the baby in the bed after. They take it away and put it in the nursery, like behind all the glass. I don't want that. Mm. Well, we'll... We'll go into her options. Anybody out there know it was the way Alice can cuddle with it afterwards? Maybe I'll just leave uh, early. I think sometimes they have a little. They have a little. They also don't like you to leave early, generally. Yeah, no. Alice, they have, sometimes they have a little terrarium in there that they can chuck. The and you like that's yeah, terrarium. <laughs> well, but you've enjoyed the leaving early factor. Oh, of that doing was, it at the birth that center. Was clutch. You don't want to be oh. there forty-eight hours. No. Well, I don't have to be anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> But that was oh. clutch. The first time we we went to the birth center with the midwives, with Sally, we were in by nine, out by noon. It felt it felt like that anyway. It was ridiculous. I don't think it was quite noon, but yeah, she was born at like nine thirty. We were definitely home by like four o'clock. Oh, that was rock and roll. <laughs> and my brother came with a case of uh, of uh, blue moons. Oh, now there you go. That's, that's well, a- I know. Well, so what if they don't let us leave then? Maybe we'll pretend we're about to go to the hospital and then stop on the side of the road and have the baby there. Just yeah. call EMTs. I don't know. I'm not big on hospitals. All right. I'll get a lot to get to. Okay. Machina. Okay. Oh, so the Serbian word is machina, if you don't know. Hmm. It doesn't sound like a native Serbian word. Well, I, no, I know. I'm just saying. Susana. She told me. She said I that know. that's the word for it all over Europe. Well, yeah. I'll find it a better word for it. It's Latin, that's why. But the, I mean, I'm just saying. Like, I don't think it's a native Slavic root word. You, you, there's a whole, nerd. <laughs> there's a whole movement of poor people. nerd. You Every know conversation with you is, is getting entrenched in Vietnam. <laughs> you, you will never. You will burn the next. 40 you are minutes. bogged down. Yes, you are. You will burn the next forty minutes. So, well, you know how there's the hieroglyphians like originally. No. Did you? Well, see, so you know how like there's people that um, that want to like speak english only with words that come from english roots not latin and greek roots i was not aware of these. it's called the english movement (laughs) so they try if they try and replace every boring article that comes on twitter (laughs) else they try and replace words you know with 
with words it's just like you have... and your buddy Nick Fuentes is what you're on about? No, no. Anyway, so they try and replace words so, you know, that you're not saying a word that's like, that, so that you're saying a word that's a more Germanic English root, right? Instead yeah. of saying a Latin or a Greek root word, because those are like invader languages that colonize the British Isles. But anyway, so there's similar stuff in Slavic. Yeah, me I don't know about other not, Slavic countries. You're not but... dancing around racism here? <laughs> no, but they then... They want pure in... words. Well, but okay. from the Latins, I thought we weren't allowed to like the Latin. That's all Western Civ stuff. Anyway, but there's similar stuff in Serbia. And the one that I always remember that gets me is instead of the word for a fountain, which is like fontana, like a fountain, it just sounds like fountain, right? Um, which obviously comes from other roots. They're, the word that they want for... Um, for fountain is voda skok, which is like a water jump, as opposed to like a voda pod, which is like a waterfall. Anyway, that's all I had on that. But <laughs> I just think that's so interesting. But anyway, machina does not sound like a well, classic Slavic root word. I talked I'd to say. a classic Slav today. You anyway, told me it was okay. Anyway, you're deluded. You're half. I'm not you're half American. You're half uh, Northern European. I know. I'm not. I'm a are Serb, but anyway. But I've put my time in, I would say. Okay, Alice, is Brownsville in Texas? Yes. So this is the latest. This is today in Texas. Did you see this? Someone in a Range Rover drove over a bunch of migrants in Brownsville, Texas. Yeah, very graphic stuff out. on the internet. The videos that are out there are horrific. They killed at least seven people that I'm seeing, and there's a whole bunch more injured. Ridiculous. No word on motive, Here's but like obviously. Martin Sandoval. The criminal investigation. There's three different factors that we have to look at. One is intoxication, which we, that's why we have a doing a toxicology report. Two would be accidental, which means that something occurred that was an accident that caused this accident. Or three would be intentional, which means that he intentionally did it. Now I know there is a report out there uh, that they're saying that it was intentional. That Brownsville police is saying that this was an intentional accident. Well, I'm here to clarify that Brownsville Police has never taken the stand that it was an intentional accident. It is a factor that we have to look at because there's three different factors. Uh, with that being clarified, we are doing the best we can. We ha we're still out here. We're doing the investigation. Detectives are working, and this is a case that we're going to continue to work 24 hours a day if needs be. And as more information becomes available, we'll be releasing it out to the media. Do we know... The I'm going to so go with uh, intentional. This intentional. Yes. Yeah, I would say so. Um, it seems like that probably it's hard to hit that many people like that and i, I am not um given and people witnesses from the scene are saying it appeared to be intentional i'm not given comfort by that police chief yeah so anyway that's the latest in texas obviously the other big news out of texas was the mass shooting at a outlet mall in allen texas um that's kind of a weird one the Washington Post and the Wall Street Journal have both reported that they're looking at links to white supremacist organizations. Mm -hmm. um, but the guy's name has been released. And, oh, it has? Yes. Okay. So his name is Mauricio Garcia. So which, I mean, to the Washington Post and the Wall Street Journal, the Proud Boys are a white supremacist organization. Right. Which it, they're leader is called Enrique Tario, so it's not necessarily true that if you have a Spanish name that you can't be involved in something that the mainstream news would call a white supremacist organization. So 
I mean, like, I'm not eliminating the possibility, but it, it seems to have. He doesn't appear to be at least a recent illegal immigrant. Right. So he apparently lives with his brother and his parents. Um, there's people digging up yearbook photos that appear to probably be him. There's also people putting photos out there that I don't believe are him. It's a little hard to... We're still in the phase where there's a lot of information flying around. I've heard this stuff about the gang tattoo on his hand. I'm not convinced that's a gang tattoo. I've also seen people saying it's just like a Dallas hip-hop culture <laughs> tattoo because it's kind of like a big over like a city skyline i don't really i don't know that much about like gang tattoo symbolism and ta like i i'm not an expert in that so i'm not going to weigh in on whether or not i believe that that's right. a gang tattoo i just don't know um because i see people saying both but i he doesn't appear also to have a very serious criminal record although his brother does um he does have mug shots but that it's unclear like for what at this point in time and he doesn't appear to have any felony felonies on his record um, right so but, but regardless so he was over the last week or so apparently living in a motel and um he was employed as a or people are saying he was he was wearing around a security guard uniform like so he's some kind of so people have found his yearbook photos so he's been in the US at least since high school apparently um, and he's 33 now, although the police needed interpreters to speak to his family. Mm -hmm. So their English is obviously not their first language. So it's a little. Right. It's, so, so what you've got is all the weekend shows is Democrats using this to nationalize every single election coming in 2024. AR-15s. Um, uh, but yeah, somebody in Brownsville just killed almost as many people with yep. the car. So like. Yep. Oh, well, that's um, that's because Republicans are stifling immigration reform um yeah so apparently and that's i guess brownsville that's also where mayorkas just was giving his speech about ending title 42 so that could totally be that as the motivation mm -hmm. too um but i mean yeah, like but, but I, politically everybody's just simply going to their corners oh right yeah everybody is going to their corners but i mean like in that particular case it does seem plausible that that could be a motivation for that Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. I no. mean, I that wouldn't shock me given the facts that we know so far. I It just doesn't seem super surprising. It's also uh, takes the focus off a little bit of the other videos that have been coming out of border towns for weeks now of migrant camps, like tents, just mm -hmm. like tent cities in the middle of these cities of people living in the streets because there is nowhere to put them and just disastrous humanitarian crisis level living conditions in these places where migrants are coming in at record setting rates over the border. So, I mean, regardless of whatever this person's motivation was, I think it's clear that even before this happened with this SUV, that there was a very serious problem in this area at the border, whether Mallorca said everything was fine or not. So, I mean, clearly there's no reason to start running people over. <laughs> right. Well, but also when you do this, I would, in fact, make sure that there is we immediately surge to the border. All those people are seeking asylum. They deserve to be heard. That's who we are. We're a nation that says if you want to flee and you're fleeing oppression, you should come. 
I would, well, in fact, well, make and, sure they're so very the, publicly ending Title 42, which right. is responsible for this most recent surge. So right. they can sit here and tell us the border isn't open yeah, all yeah. they want, but their policies and their public and got, statements. They, yes, and they put Mayorkas out there to tell us that Title 42 is a public health uh, program and it's not an immigration. So now we're going to use Homeland Security by levying fines, etc. Since when did they give a flying F what's a public health uh, initiative oh, yeah. or not? You know, the, the yeah, CDC they this... was stopping evictions. <laughs> right. Go to hell. Nothing had anything to do with anything. And you, no. if, if it's not about the immigration policy and the border security policy, then maybe if it's time for the public health emergency to be over, then maybe you should make sure you replace that policy with something before you just publicly announce that you're ending it. Obviously, all these right. people are going to be coming across the border. Well, 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 yes. And in, in, unfortunately, this is what... Once again, Democrats, in the name of um, of equity and equality, or equity, um, are just trouncing on another demographic of people. Because Biden says this, Democrats using these NGOs entice people to come all the way up here. Right. And so now they're, and like we said, the Democrats don't make a thing of 75 kids getting shot in Chicago over the weekend, and they don't make a thing of the systemic raping of women and children by these coyotes on the way, and murder, as a matter of fact. Oh, yeah. So they've decided they have... Or just in general treating human life like garbage, like leaving people in trucks to die and everything else. Is you're right. You're treating these people worse than you would treat animals, and so you're devaluing them as people. So some psychotic gets in in his truck and says... Oh, look at those are the people, the people, the invaders who want to take my job. They don't really count as people. Here we go. I wouldn't. I just wouldn't. It's why would you be enticing people to come up here, where they're more likely to get harmed than anything else? Right. It's terrible. You're allow, You're you're inviting them. It's just like the, the it's Democrats a cruel with their, policy with their with their deinstitutionalization gave homeless people the right to freeze in winter. So, well, you're right. It's a cruel policy. That's the that's the. It's a cruel policy, and that goes back to like what we talk about with Democrats all the time, is that they're just so nice to people. They'll just nice you right onto the streets yeah. and to an untimely death. They'll nice you right into like disastrous, dehumanizing living conditions. And I heard it said like there was so much more attention on those migrants that got flown to Martha's Vineyard who had it great compared to everybody else. Though a short trip. (laughs) Right. But still, they ended up getting sent to, like, whatever, a military base in Mm -hmm. Massachusetts or whatever and probably got distributed in this area more so than other parts of the country. But, like, you have these places like El Paso and Brownsville where you have, like, thousands of people living on the streets. Shelters are at capacity. The groups have nowhere to put people. And, like, everyone's looking away. All the lefties that care so much mm-hmm. that they won't turn people away, that they won't announce that the border is closed. They're just letting them all live on the streets like this in these it, conditions. There's people that don't have sponsors, people whose sponsors mm-hmm. have kicked them out. It's, it's disastrous. It's only for the left. For the left, there. it's only political utility. That's it. They spent right. today on the Sunday shows blaming Greg Abbott for all these murders. That's it. Right. It's it's ridiculous. And letting Jake Tapper tie the debt ceiling to the racism and gun shooting uh, and shooting as well. It's like, God, yeah. gross. By the way, how quickly did that other shooting disappear in Texas? The one that was the illegal that had been deported like four times and, you know, yeah. and shot an entire family, including a kid execution style because they told him to 
pipe down with the public drunkenness and firing his rifle into the air in the yard. Like it's it's so out of control and like the the narratives, like everybody just immediately affixes their political narratives to everything. We're seeing the same thing happen with this Jordan Neely stuff in New York with this guy who was killed on the subway. Once again, I mean, the intelligencer had a big report out about like all the different organizations that he was in touch with, some government, some charities, whatever, like trying to help him get him put into whatever kind of care he needed because clearly the guy was in need of serious help. You don't get 40 plus arrests. You don't get multiple assault arrests. I mean, the one he one of them is for dragging a seven year old away right. down the street. One of them is for punching a 67 year old elderly person so hard he broke their orbital bone around their eye and they were in the hospital. Like, I mean, yeah, the seven year old is- he dragged was not his own. Right, no, someone dragging away somebody else's child. Like, this is a crazy person. That's a pretty spot-on Michael Jackson (laughs) move. So, but, but I mean, like, this, this is a complicated story, right? This, and it's a story of liberal policy in, in one of the biggest and wealthiest cities that we have, well, the biggest here, but not the biggest in the world, but one of the biggest and wealthiest cities on the planet where you where they can't like be bothered to do anything about the living conditions and it affects everybody it affects the other people on the trains it affected this marine's life obviously i'm sure they're going to find some way to charge him with something especially now the medical examiner ruled that it was a homicide I did read one thing that, like, the type of chokehold shouldn't have killed him, but maybe because other people were restraining him, like, holding Mm -hmm. down his limbs because he was, like, that maybe it, like, pulled him down and made more pressure. I don't know. That's speculation. Uh, At the end of the day, you stop putting strap hangers. I was calling them strap hangers all last week. Stop putting strap hangers, subway riders, in this position. Right. Right. Other people in other countries don't deal with this. This isn't like, this isn't what happens on the trains in other countries where like people are just allowed to and like now and when confronted with this reality, the liberals are like so nice that they just like they're like, Well, we just should live like that. That's just how that should oh, be. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did gr- send the you the video of the girl um whose name is Emma Vigeland. I like her, right? Uh, I think you do like her. Yeah. So she's a, the co-host of a YouTube show called Majority Report. I believe you have her here. Oh, no, I know. I'm just going to take a second um, here for this. Too. But yeah, but I mean, she talks about how this happens on the subway all the time and how that's like just part of life that we should all deal with. Bending that- over backwards to find a way, find a way to not blame him. He has no agency whatsoever. No, we cannot blame him. Uh, Or blame anybody. This isn't a policy failure that he... Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. He's here like attacking people on the train, according to her. That it's a failure of you if you don't like it and your values that you're not con- you're not just like being nice to this person in this um, moment. I, I was hit at one point sitting on the subway by a man who was having a mental health episode. He sat next to me and he was elbowing and kind of flailing around and hit, hit me in the face and in my body. And I, I it was jarring. Right. Um, the idea that I I would want him to be hurt in any way i just didn't want to be near him in that moment because Mm -hmm. i understood something was going on here every one of us who's taken public transit has had this kind of situation something similar happen seeing someone struggling that doesn't mean that our fear in that instance and i was a little scared because i my i I was hit it's a problem like it's people that need help but like my fear is not the primary Right. A primary uh, object of like what we should be focusing on right now. It's the fact that this person is in pain. Um, and so like the politics of dehumanization privileges the, the bourgeois kind of concern of people's like immediate discomfort in this narrow, narrow instance, as opposed to larger humanity and life. It's really freaking twisted. Yeah, I there just- is no way it's possible that she has kids. No way. No, I mean, I also because you because if when somebody's dragging your seven year old away, there's not too much big picture things uh, this uh, concepts. Clearly that having be. a mental I'm health being privileged right now, pain. holding this against him as, as he tosses my uh, seven year old in the subway tracks. This is not about the tossing. This is about how we've failed you. I mean, and they have failed. Jordan Neely and all the other people. Yeah. But that's the thing about it. Did she get to the bourgeois line yet? Yeah, she did. Okay. Do you want me to play it again? Um, but yeah, like I, I my thoughts the fact are- that this person is in pain. Um and so like the politics of dehumanization privileges oh. the ding, ding, ding. the bourgeois <sighs> kind of concern of people's like immediate discomfort in this narrow, narrow instance, as opposed to larger humanity and Dehumanization, privileges, larger humanity. It's all there. All the buzzwords are there. Yeah, it's. But the thing is, and if that were, if it were like, you know, going to help that person to let them flail around on the train and have their mental health episode, then like I'd be all for it. But it's not helping them. You're also hurting them. Right, it is, you're also you're making exactly. Jordan yes. Neal, and there's all kinds of stories you can go through. There's videos of him, like th- there's one video you're of him throwing any, someone against a train where they like fall on the ground. Yeah, there's this guy was a menace to himself right. to other people. There's Reddit posts talking about him. Um, you know, prior to this happening, right. saying like, oh, the Michael Jackson a, impersonator a, guy is like really acting crazy lately, <laughs> and he like always smells bad and seems really unhinged, and I haven't seen him doing the act right. in years, and like, and. You know, he was allowed. All these people passed him every day, knew him as the Michael Jackson impersonator guy, saw him deteriorating into a crazy person who obviously, like, wasn't clean, wasn't fed, wasn't well. And, like, nobody does anything. 
the he was in touch right. with the organizations you're supposed to be in touch with. None of them did anything. They allowed him to continue to live this way out of some kind of weird misguided kindness that was ultimately like well, destined is, to lead him because it, to not do that would be to dehumanize and why right. should we get to roam free and do the subway but he's being dehumanized of, well, I understand, by, but right. why should we get to when it's when why should we enjoy that privilege over him that does not seem equitable he gets to well, right. go on the subway too he should be and clock old women and, and guy seven-year-olds he should be though the reality is, is that he should be allowed to live a normal human life, which was not what he was being allowed to do, right. because he kept being allowed to live this sort of like semi existence on the edge of humanity. And like, really, I mean, so I know that everyone rolls their eyes in my religious stuff or whatever. But like, I do think about um, how many like demoniacs Jesus healed in the Bible and like a lot of the times in there and like the apostles too, a lot of the times in there people were like mad at him for doing it because a lot of time, I mean like, and these are people that once again, like are living an existence and I'm not saying that mental health issues are demon induced necessarily, although I think things in physical reality and spiritual reality are connected to each other, but I'm not saying like mental health issues are caused by demons, but but I do think it's very telling that in the ancient world, people did think that people who were possessed by the gods could live these kind of lives as like oracles or wild people, crazy people. There's one in the book of Acts where these guys have a slave girl who's possessed and is like telling the future for them and earning the money as like a fortune teller. And they're pissed that the apostles heal her and make her like not cover them anymore there's one where jesus heals a guy and um cast demons out of him and into a herd of swine and the swine run off the cliffs and away and like the people are mad at him that he like killed their swine that they were raising and like saved this person because to them it was like fine that this guy was living this life like an animal right. out in these caves on the outskirts of town and like i do think about that because the Somehow these people walk around thinking that like the kind thing to do is to let people live like that is a person. It is a human being. And he didn't just get killed on the subway like totally randomly. He was already like half dead. His right. whole and, life and, was and, like, like was like a type the, of death already. Is, the, the and that was supposed to be nice to that him. The, the, that, uh, the progressives is that in in. Uh, is in our is in our cosmopolitan intelligentsia surroundings, we can do better than what seems logical. That we can do better than the men protecting the women. We can do better. They believe that a, a subway car full of Deanna Troys is very effective, you know. Right. And if he has to punch a few of them because he's not taking the nurturing attention, well, then that's fine because at least we get to usually go mm -hmm. home at the end of the night. Usually, yeah. But the truth is, we made a choice. Someone. We made a choice, like in the 60s and 70s, to get rid of all the mental health institutions because a lot of them were pretty mean. Um, and mm -hmm. then so we uh, had a lot of crime, like in the 80s and 90s. Then we had like mass incarceration. And now we're backtracking out of mass incarceration. So now everybody's just on the streets, right? <laughs> like it's and and. This is not a kind way of handling this issue, just like what we're doing at the border right now is not a kind way of handling that issue. And it's cruelest 
to the people it's purporting to be kind to. I mean, it affects everyone around those people also because these types of like destruction, these these social destructions that of, you know, poverty, crime, mental illness, family breakdown, like this stuff like has this ripple effect out around it that destroys everything it touches. But, you know, it also is killing and destroying the person who's at the center of it as well. Yes. So, I mean, it's just poison. It's toxic. And like, and to do it out of this like nice, kind impetus doesn't make it better. It's hideous. But yeah, but we're treating the Jordan Neely thing like it's, I mean, they were protesting all over the subways this week, which that don't even get me started on that. That bothers me so much. They're like standing on the subway tracks. Somebody's going to get really hurt here, not just because of the train, but like these have um, whatever it's called, like there's like live electrical third rail whatever in in those tracks like to have a bunch a crowd of people standing on subway tracks jostling each other and stuff like somebody's gonna die it's extremely stressful also, to me to way, even see the videos of people protesting well, like that also by the way so the criminal feeds on the public subway travelers and now the protesters feed on the subway right. travelers but if you're if you're a chump enough to be a productive law-abiding member of society you get effed there's no right. voice for you. Um, um, yeah, it's unbelievable. The and you know, I. Can we get to my friend Michelle Obama? Yes, we can get to Michelle Obama. It's Michelle Obama. Um, She's starting a food brand for kids. They are families, and I winced when I saw the latest guidance from the medical community that came out just a couple of months ago. That in addition to eating healthier and being active. Doctors are now being advised to consider medication and surgery for kids over 12 when lifestyle changes aren't enough. Now, if that's not enough to convince us that we need to do more, then I don't know what is. Look, we cannot just be reacting after the fact. We have got to be more proactive. We've got to be making big changes in the way our kids eat and drink before their long-term health is at risk. So, uh, she's been trying to deal with fat kids now for Yeah, which is an years. issue I agree with her mm -hmm. on, actually. And, like, I think kids should eat healthier, and I don't think they should need... Like, if, if we're giving kids weight loss surgery and weight loss drugs... Something already deeply wrong has happened, mm -hmm. right? Like, we've already gone down a really bad path if that's where we are with children is, like, getting them stomach surgery. That's crazy. Um, so I actually do agree with her on that. Although I think, um, you know, the left is going to... I think this is going to backfire on her because the left accepts fatness now. Right? You're not allowed to judge fatness. Oh, yeah, that's it. That's a problem. So she encourages kids to like eat healthy and stuff. That's like food judgment and you know, you're not allowed to do that anymore, I thought. So so I think, you know, they're gonna move away. This is gonna be like one of those things that's gonna be memory hold, you know, like but Obama said, saying he didn't support gay marriage that, originally. Is right. That, I mean, this so is but a... yeah, so but I'll get to mine okay. too. I will. But it's also it's interesting. Not like this, to me. It means that you're still talking. I'm still talking. 
Just, do just, you just don't, don't do interrupt this me. And say if I'm words talking. are still coming out of my mouth, then I'm still talking. How about that? I'll just do that. Yeah, but you will go on for <laughs> eternity. Well, now that I know, I just have to lift up my finger and you can't interrupt me anymore. <laughs> I'm going to start doing that. Anyway, um, but what really jumped out on me about this, too, is like it's so interesting to me. How come she can see that it's like bad and dangerous to sign kids up for a lifetime of surgeries and drugs? when they can just eat healthy but like is all in love with like the trans movement she just did a big interview with zaya wade um who's Dwayne wade's trans kid about you know trans kids and she supports all this which is like also signing kids up for a lifetime right. of drugs and medicalization of something that is you know not necessarily a problem that has to be dealt with this way you know, there there are people who decide in adulthood that they cannot live with their gender dysphoria in, in terms of, by doing mental health treatments. But, you know, there's no particular reason that a kid who says they want to be a dinosaur one day and a princess the next day does is needs to sign up for that right now. Right. Of course. Of course. Like, Everybody knows this. And it's craziness to me that like, and I do feel that in some ways Michelle Obama's like a little bit of a throwback, like I say with the um to like older Democrat politics, you know I, th I like I say I think it's gonna get mem her like anti fat crusading is gonna get memory hold like Obama's getting elected saying marriages between a man and a woman right, I think people are gonna forget that that happened because oh. it's gonna be toxic in Democrat politics in a few years, but um yeah I. It's so hypocritical and she's so right on the food stuff that it's crazy to say kids need some stomach surgery. But like, I don't understand how you can hold that position and not say that it's crazy that you need to feed kids a bunch of hormones for their whole lives. No, it's totally, totally. Who's the person? The video went viral. It reminds me of this, that it's uh, the, the guy who the, big, the abortion. Thing? Yes. Who is that guy? Do you know him? The guy's name it, is Lance, and he's from I forget what he's his a big, show really is called. Pro-abortion guy, right? He's and a he's, lefty. Gets in a debate YouTuber with Tim or Pool whatever here, and comes to a dead end. You believe that the moment after the child is outside of the birth canal, sure. that they are now endowed with human rights. Yes. However, when they are inside of the mother, literally anything you do to them is acceptable because they're inside of the mother. Oh no, I don't think anything is acceptable. But I think the mother should still have the choice. Ultimate uh, authority over what happens to her body, but wait, there's wait, wait, a wait, child wait, inside wait, wait, of her hold body. On, hold on, hold on. Not what her. about yes. meth? Uh, like, should she be allowed to do meth? Yeah. Uh, I think if someone is doing meth while they're pregnant, that it is completely acceptable for something like uh, I don't know what the name of the services in the United States. Child for, services. I guess child, like child services would be. Oh, yeah. well, it's her body, though. Yeah, it's her body. If she wants to do meth. What's the big deal? Uh, the big deal is that it's, she's intentionally trying to kill a child. <laughs> Hold on there a minute. Yeah, and I see where we're going. Trying to kill I don't, a I don't understand what you're saying. It's her body. It's her if body. If she wants to do meth, what's the problem? Well, first off, doing meth is illegal, period. Doesn't matter if you're doing it. You believe? <laughs> yeah, he retrenched some distance back. <laughs> That's great. Also, give meth time. It's not going to be illegal for long. Oh, yeah. No, like, no. all the states that have legalized marijuana are now looking at mushrooms and, like, other stuff. They'll legalize meth. They'll legalize cocaine. They'll legalize all of it. They they don't want to put anybody in jail for a, quote, nonviolent drug crime. Oh, yeah. So, Even though all of it is... 
leading to the types of social ills we were just talking about, but whatever. Hi, Miss Lovely. Shall we move to death sentence? Uh, why don't we do that um, in the Patreon show? Because we are at 40 minutes, my oh, friend. Dang. So let's do the chat chat, and then we'll talk about the leaked DeSantis videos in the uh, in the Patreon show. Uh, okay. So, what is the... The uh, chat chat is, of course, the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hotline chat chat, which is brought to us by Chelsea Fire Wicked Sauce. Delicious hot sauce. Nice and hot. Great flavor. Also now available in pineapple and bourbon flavors. You can find it at Market Basket, Big Y, and at ChelseaFireHotSauce.com. And they give 5% of the proceeds to the Fallen Firefighters Foundation. Alice. What? Your mind provides disservices to you. What are you talking about? What? What's wrong? Did I say something wrong? No. You didn't say something that you wanted to say. That you were so thrilled about. What? You, there was something that you... Oh! That made you so happy. <laughs> it made you so happy. Oh my gosh. Oh, oh, almost no. as happy uh, as... Imagine <laughs> me getting bodied. Stealing... Uh, stealing sardines. Yes. Um, yes. That was about our adventure today, actually. Were you so... Or yesterday. Yeah. You were... Uh, were you excited that we got through the show and I forgot to bring it up? Well, and, uh, you know what? It proves that I love you because I felt concerned that your... Oper- <laughs> you, you were I so- was just so excited to talk about so many other things. I, I know, but you're, 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 you had an opportunity to make me look foolish and attack well, me as incompetent. What do you mean? A- an opportunity to make you look... You did what you did. Anyway, Tom's referring, of course, you we had a very productive weekend, actually, I feel. It was a great weekend. And Yeah. And um although we did burn a little extra time, Tom got out the lawnmower, which never works when we first get it out. Although right. last year I removed the battery and put it inside, so we would hopefully wouldn't need a new battery every year like we always do for the right. lawn tractor. This is Tom's riding mower, which is his baby. He loves to ride around on it. Um and so then um, Tom decided he was going to get it going. He went and got the battery that I had set aside. He uh, tried the battery. I installed it. And it was you just installed only the battery. Bzz, it was buzzing. Bzz, bzz, bzz. Um, then the day, this, <laughs> just tick. picture the sun making its way across the, <laughs> the sky. So Tom solicited assistance on the internet, got like a variety of advice. Um... He Some did. of which I did not, I didn't know it was a, whether it was a metaphor. <laughs> you know, like tap it with a hammer, tap the starter with a hammer. Tap the I didn't starter know what, with the, a hammer. What the starter was. Tap the starter with a hammer, like, yep. and then it could be like low battery levels. Maybe it's like not turning hard enough to engage the flywheel. Right. You know, so we tried another battery. Uh, Tom bought a a new solenoid that I then replaced for him. Right. And um, I had to hunt these things down. I have not been in the solenoid buying business much in so, my life. So then, so like I'm doing it and I keep like Googling stuff. So I like opened up the thing. I looked at the gears that were there and like the little pinion wheel at the top of the starter, the gear, the starter gear wasn't, it was like you could get it. it to engage, but then when it started to turn, when you hit the starter, it would like fall down. And it was like sort of on a thing where if it turned, it went up. So it was like turning the wrong way to stay up. And so I'm like Googling, 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 like starter wheel turning the wrong way, like not engaging, falling down. 
finally I hit a forum where somebody said, is your battery installed the right way? Because if your battery is installed backwards, it could be causing that starter gear to turn the wrong way. And I turned to Tom and I go, is there any chance that when you put the new battery in that you installed it backwards? And there was not a chance. And, <laughs> and I, I stand by like, that. No, and, and, no and way. Because you would approach this lawnmower from the back and so you'd be standing over it and the battery writing was all correctly facing me. It just made total sense. Mm-hmm. And red is positive, right? Yeah, but you had the red going to the negative. Okay. So. So so we looked up which which what red was, and, and red said, should go to positive. And then we looked at the battery. And then at that point, Alice, you still didn't have the case closed. I'm like, oh my god, I've well, got to yeah, chill. I left like- it open. I wanted to see if the if the gear would catch. Right. So then I. I know, but why didn't you at that point say, "Holy, of course." The- well, I wanted to see if it would catch before I closed everything back up. So I went back there. I googled which color wire is supposed to go to which direction. I switched the battery wires, and lo and behold, turned it on, and it started. So there you so go. So then I put all the engine casing thing back on, and that's a low it- moment. That is a low moment. <laughs> that was a rough. It should one be said too. though. That you also connected the battery. Well, I connected it the way you had it in there. I don't know if red or black goes to what. I know that it matters. So if I was the first person to do it, I would have probably Googled to see which way it was supposed to go. If red was uh, positive or negative. That was disgraceful. And the fact that we made it so public on Facebook. Because I was like, it can't be. The battery's been inside all winter. There's no way. It's the battery again. And people were saying, check your battery. I was like, look at this check the battery. What am I, an idiot? The battery's fine. No. The battery was fine. We can't go, or I can't go and ask for help from anything. <laughs> so, problem solved. <laughs> then Tom mowed the grass, which was lovely, and it smelled great outside. Yeah, it looks lovely that right smell. now. looks lovely right now. It's great. Um, so, yes, now we can go to the chat chat. Hey, Tom and Alice. The question that I think we all have is, what type of cheese did your son want the other day? Because you guys kept on referring to the cheese in the refrigerator, but what mm. type of cheese was it? We've had a lot of uh, shredded taco cheese. Yeah, it was like shredded Mexican blend. Yeah, the prefab stuff. It's delicious stuff, and it's nice, finely shredded. God, it's lovely. I mean, if it was me, I would always just use really extra sharp cheddar. Because yeah, I, I like extra sharp cheddar on everything, too. I'm but we got a glut of cheese because the neighbors went away, and they gave us their cheese, too. So we are... Rocking mm-hmm. with cheese. What's, what's that delicious stuff we had? That it's the Deaton Watson um, buffalo wing cheddar. Ooh, that melts nicely too. That's a winner. That is really winner. good. Yes. Hi, folks. Just a quick note about your last podcast yes. on the burn barrel. Uh, in the late seventies, New York City was in deep trouble. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the city was almost bankrupt. Crime was rampant, and there were entire blocks of neighborhoods that were just empty and devoid of human interaction simply because it was just an awful place to live. And then Ed Koch came in, turned it into a tourist attraction. And after a while, Rudy Giuliani came in and turned it into a lawful place to live. And now it seems to be going back to that previous place of lawlessness and just totally. uh, outright insanity. And there's the movies from the times reflected that too. 
Oh, yeah. The Charles Bronson movies, the Clint Eastwood movies were all like vigilante movies, essentially, although mm-hmm. Clint was a cop in his. But, um, yeah. And they used to have, when they had blackouts, they'd have riots and, and, uh, and looting. And- yeah, but the thing that gets me now is like, People still live there for some reason. Like, they've decided, like, the bourgeois girl, that it's, like, somehow morally good to, like, subject yeah. yourself to, to weird, dystopian, like, horrors. So there was this guy whose tweet went viral who was saying that he found a two-bedroom um, for $6,200 a month and was talking about what a great deal that was, but it was a six-floor walk-up and the move-in fees were $19,000 to $25,000. So, I mean, I'd like, I think our mortgage payment is a lot because, like, I'm cheap, but it is, like, less than half that. Like, I, it's, I don't know how people justify spending that kind of money to be subject to that type of living condition not worth it (laughs) like okay (sighs) all right so we are gonna head to the patreon show we're gonna talk about leaked desantis videos uh the state of the uh presidential race maybe more stuff i don't know i think i had sign up for patreon if you're you're not signed up if you want to since i've been looking at our bank account now since uh since you're under being indicted i am (laughs) We actually get paid for that, you know. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Huh. We do. We get money from Maybe Patreon. we should put a little of that away to get a some upgrades here. Know what I mean, Jellybean? Maybe. Sock it away. Um, so you can join that. That's at patreon.com slash burnbarrel. You get live streams, you get extra content. You can, of course, always listen to the show for free at burnbarrelpodcast.com. There's links to all the places to listen, YouTube, Rumble, etc. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.